listening to a podcast from the Cinema Geekly Podcast Network. We're the geeks you deserve and the ones you need right now. Episode of Podcasters of Shield, Cinema Geekly's Marvel podcast. It is Anthony Lewis and Aurora Babalu, and we are back talking Jessica Jones season yeah. two. It's about time, right? It's about time, yes. I'm super excited to start talking about this show. Uh, I think maybe uh, I don't want to speak out of turn for you here, but mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure Jessica Jones was like our favorite show that we watched um yeah i think so that first season of daredevil was so good it was good it was really good luke cage was really good yes yes but oh i don't know i think jessica yeah i think i think we're just biased because david tennant was on it yes (laughs) i mean i love david tennant but if there's anything i learned from watching that season watching her in the defenders Mm-hmm. And now watching her here in these first two episodes, this is just Christian Ritter's role. She, well, yeah. I can't imagine anybody else playing this character. Yeah. Like, it's hers. She's perfect, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, I mean, there are other people I could see in place of, you know, playing Daredevil or even Luke Cage. Definitely there's other people I could imagine playing Iron Fist, mm-hmm. uh, things like that. But I don't know. She's like... Yeah. She's great. Uh, she's like Robert Downey Jr. I can't imagine anybody else playing Tony Stark. I can't imagine yeah. anybody else playing Jessica Jones. Yeah. Uh, this is but just it, it, it's not only her, right? Like every person in this show is great. fits their character so well. Like Trish, I love that character mm-hmm. um, as well. Uh, Malcolm is great. Yep, he's great as well. Um, and we will talk about it, but there's a new character on this show that I am in love with as mm. well. Yes. Okay. Well, let's talk about uh, Season 2, Episode 1, called A.K.A. Start at the Beginning. So we start with super-powered private investigator Jessica Jones as she has become known as a vigilante hero around New York since she killed her tormentor Kilgrave and uh, teamed up with those Defender guys. She's not particularly a big fan, though, of being called a vigilante hero. Right, right. Uh, She's not a big fan of those words. Uh, Trish, Jessica's best friend and adopted sister, attempts to convince Jessica to investigate her past and IGH, the company that gave her her abilities. But Jessica is not interested in going into her own past. Uh, Trish is dealing with declining ratings for her show, Trish Talk, 
which uh, and she also sees her ex-boyfriend Will Simpson, who we remember from last season, a former police officer who was kind of super powered ish himself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was also experimented on by IGH, and Trish sees him following her. We meet Price Chang, who is another investigator, and he's looking to absorb Jessica into his company at the request of lawyer Jerry Hogarth, who wants Jessica's help, but they're really not on speaking terms. And I guess this was her idea to sort of work with Jessica through Price, I think. Right, I think so, yeah. When Jessica attacks and injures Chang, he plans to sue her, with Hogarth as his lawyer, who is already facing a lawsuit herself from her former assistant and lover. That's also from Mm -hmm. the first season. Right. Uh, Jessica is approached by Robert Coleman, who calls himself Wizard, and (laughs) was given super speed by IGH when he is killed in an apparent construction accident. He's given super speed by fear. Oh, my (laughs) God. He can only have it if he's Uh, afraid. Jessica uh, traces his medication uh, to an abandoned building where she remembers being taken and experimented on. Uh, So your thoughts on the first episode, Aurora? This season is giving me Stranger Things vibes, right? A little bit. Right? Kind of. Like the the whole, we see the, the episode ending with her finding this place where all of them were experimented on Mm -hmm. and she gets like flashbacks and it it looked very similar to stranger things yes Um, she's also narrating this as well as if we're watching she's narrating events that have already happened and she's sort of jumping in every now and again to narrate a little bit about it jessica is right um no i i am really digging this uh episode in Mm -hmm. uh as a the start of the season, I am on board. I really liked it. Um, I liked, there's a scene where, because she's still working as a PI. Yes. Um, and there's this woman that hires her to follow this pizza delivery guy. Yeah, um, she runs the pizza place. She's like right, her delivery guy. Right. And, thing. and uh, Jessica finds out that he's cheating on her. She brings the information to the lady and she's like, I want you now to kill him. <laughs> and Jessica's like, no, I'm not gonna do that. And the woman says, you know, you killed that guy. So yeah, clearly you have no problem killing people. And you can see Jessica struggling with the fact that people now see her as someone that a killer, a killer. Yeah. Um. So I like that struggle, uh, for her because I can see superheroes having that struggle as well, right? Like they kill people all the time, and even if they're bad people. They're still killing them. Mm-hmm. So I, I like that they're showing the struggle as a superhero. Um, but yeah, it was a, I, liked, I, liked it. I liked it a lot. It's a good episode. So who is your new favorite that showed? Is it, is it Robert Coleman? Is it The Wizard? Is he your new favorite? No, no. Okay. So um, I can't remember. I think he shows up in this episode, um, but it's Trisha's boyfriend. Ah, yes, the famous because, news guy or whatever. Yes, because this guy um, appears on one episode of Supernatural mm. where he, I don't know if you remember this, but he uh, he gambles years mm. away. Do you know yes. what I'm talking about? Yes. Um, 
And I remember that episode uh, a lot because I liked his character so much. I thought mm -hmm. he was such a good actor in that episode. And um, he was kind of like a bad guy, but you still yeah. liked him in yes. a way. Um, so when I sh saw him on Jessica Jones, I was like, oh, my God, yes. And he is acting again great. I mm. love his character so much. There's something I don't trust. Yeah. About him, like there's something mm. there, and I don't know if it's because I have that memory of him in Supernatural. <laughs> no, because I didn't have the memory. I mean, I, okay. now that you mentioned it, I remember that episode. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, but I did. I also got like a shifty vibe from him as well. Right, right. Um, but maybe it's just I have a distrust of anybody Trisha sleeping with, because we all know what happened <laughs> with Will. Yes. So maybe it's just if she's with somebody. Yeah. I don't know. There's something going on there. And, yeah. uh, I mean, there's some stuff we learn a little bit later, but Trish is kind of a target. As right. Well as some stuff we learn in the next episode. Right. So, right. all those things together, I'm a little weird. You know what? You're Maybe you didn't fall in love with Wizard, but I fell in love with Wizard. <laughs> He's just some schlubby guy. I mean, guy. I liked him. I liked him, too, yes. <laughs> and so, we meet him in this scene where Jessica's just meeting potential new clients. And by the way, just if anybody is questioning the strength of Jessica Jones, mm. she pounds down like six like tall boy Red Bulls. <laughs> Red Bull, I don't know if it's something you can stomach, Aurora, but I think it's awful. So yeah, yeah. she can pound down any of those. <laughs> I mean, just the uh, sheer amount of whiskey she drinks, it's enough. Agreed. <laughs> uh, so she's hearing all these clients. One of one woman's trying to find a son that was given up for adoption. Mm -hmm. One guy thinks there's a criminal, uh, uh, maybe a pharmaceutical company, or some company's trying to hurt somebody with their actions or something, and he wants Jessica to look into it or go after them. One woman thinks that lizard people have taken over Jay-Z, <laughs> and uh, her, her Jay Z's one of them, and then the other person we meet is Wizard, who is the schlubby looking dude who's got mm -hmm. taped up glasses, yep. who's like, I'm a superhero too, and I'm like super fast, which that's like supposed to be the joke because he's this schlubby, overweight guy. Mm -hmm. It's like, mm -hmm. he's the Flash? No, <laughs> come on. And then he's, you know, Jessica's like, well, take a run around the block. I'll time you. And he's like, no, my, I only can, I can only speed when I'm scared. My yep. power is fear based. I like, love oh that. Oh my god. I he's, love that. He's amazing. <laughs> a hero whose power is based on fear. Yeah. yeah, he said that and I was like, that's me. That will be my superpower. Yeah, it can only <laughs> they, be triggered. Activated by fear. <laughs> can only be triggered when you're terrified. Um But the 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 thing is, he does have those powers. Mm -hmm, he wasn't mm -hmm. lying. When he's scared, he has super speed. Yeah. And it's kind of adorably funny watching him super speed around because he's such a slubby <laughs> big guy. Uh, but then he dies. He gets yeah. killed in an accident, quote unquote. But he mm -hmm. said people were after him. And he was experimented on by IGH as well. So yeah. Yeah. what would you uh, give uh, start at the beginning? Oh, I, oh my gosh. Okay, I'm going to give it a five. That's it. Mm. <laughs> Wow. I was struggling with it, but I just, I just love so much that this this show is back, and mm -hmm. I really enjoyed this episode. I was so happy. I gave it a stern four and a half. I wasn't ready okay. to go five out the gate, but I was as excited as you are that the show yeah. has returned. And to be honest, I wish we would see more fear based superheroes. That yes, 
yeah. don't look like superheroes. Yeah. Because uh, even, look, Jessica Jessica doesn't look like your typical superhero, but she is thin and gorgeous. She is thin and gorgeous. It's just yes. masked by all of her dark clothing and constant drinking and crappy right. attitude. Cursing, yeah, all that. <laughs> but she is thin and gorgeous, and we finally have a schlubby-looking dude who's <laughs> uh, just has super speed. It's yeah. amazing. It's a, a superhero for the rest of us. Yes. <laughs> who don't look like models and whatnot. Uh, I, it's a shame Wizard is gone. All right. Yeah. But I like the episode a lot. A great start. Yes. Um, before we talk about the second episode... Let's thank the good people of ThinkGeek for sponsoring this week's episode. Head on over to cinemageekly.com slash ThinkGeek or click the ThinkGeek link at the top of the page to pick up some awesome Marvel stuff. And I found the perfect thing, Aurora. Actually, this would have been perfect a couple of weeks ago. We've been doing like a lot of stuff around our house. Uh, we've been completely redoing our living room, and we've been getting a lot of things that require a lot of assembly uh, especially you find out you have to assemble a lot of things. If you, even furniture, if like if you're not getting it from like a furniture store, uh, like if you get furniture from like Wayfair or some someplace else where they mm-hmm. deliver it to you, you have to assemble a shocking amount of the furniture yourself. Yeah. Uh, all requiring tools. And we never had a toolbox in our house. <laughs> we have tools, but they're like scattered in various things. Uh, and we have to go searching for them. We finally decided, you know, maybe we'll just get like a small toolbox to put all of our tools in. So this way, uh, when we need them for the future, uh, they will be there. And I am upset that we got some plain looking average toolbox when I could have got this thing that I found on ThinkGeek this morning, which is a Marvel Thor hammer tool set. So Ooh. it's it's Mjolnir right with the handle and the hammer but the hammer opens up and it's got tools inside (laughs) it's a toolbox but it's full of uh but it's full of you know all of the things that you would need pliers and wrenches and screwdrivers and bits and a claw hammer the best part is it comes with its own claw hammer inside and the handle of the claw hammer is like the mjolnir handle with just like a regular hammerhead on top of it. Nice. I wish so badly that I had gotten this instead of the lame average toolbox that we got. <laughs> this thing is the coolest ever. And I'm not a tool guy. I'm not a Mr. Fix-It guy or anything like that. But I would want to become one if I had a toolbox as cool as this. <laughs> uh, it's also not cheap. It's it's 100 bucks. But uh, I mean, it is a tool set, though. It does, yeah. It's not yeah. just the it's not just the hammer. It comes with all of the tools inside it and whatnot. And I would imagine, with all of the tools on that weighted end of the hammer, it'd probably serve as a pretty good hammer to hit somebody with if a bad guy tried to come in. Uh, so you know what? Uh, I would say worth it for that price. But uh, look, if that's not your thing, there's tons of other great Marvel things, tons of great other non-Marvel things at ThinkGeek. So mm-hmm. go ahead and check it out. Cinemageekly.com slash ThinkGeek. Let's talk about the second episode of Jessica Jones Season 2, a.k.a. Freak Accident. Uh, so Jessica goes to the home of Milkos Kozlov, the IGH doctor who had experimented on Will Simpson. Uh, 
Right. Uh, she finds a Shiva for Kozlov, who died in a freak accident. So she gets to the mm-hmm. home and there's a funeral. Right. One of Kozlov's army patients believes that Simpson is behind this, and Jones expects that he also killed Coleman, uh, a.k.a. Wizard. Uh, Walker asks Malcolm, Jones' neighbor and work partner, to help her rather than further involve the reluctant Jessica. So Trish uh, takes him to confront Maximilian Tatum, a director, uh, presumably, who Trish had worked with in the past mm-hmm. uh, about the sexual relationship they had when she was but a child actress working for him, threatening to publicly reveal this information unless he helps her get access to records at a hospital that he has some influence over. Uh, after Tatum refuses, Trish runs into Simpson. Jessica also arrives, having tracked Trish down uh, after she didn't answer her phone. So Will claims that someone else who was experimented on by IGH has killed Kozlov and the Wizard, and that he's just there to protect Trish since she noticed that she was investigating IGH. This right. other person soon appears and breaks Will's neck really badly Yeah. while Jessica gets Trish to safety. So what did you think of episode number two? Um, I Again, a great episode. Um, question. Mm-hmm. Do you think that this mystery person is someone we know? So I'm not sure. So in one of like the flashbacky scenes to the hospital, they talk mm-hmm. about the the people who were created by IGH and they show one dude who's like very monstery looking. Right. He's all his face is all ugly and hideous and stuff, and I'm wondering if maybe that's what it is. But it could be somebody we're familiar with. I'm not sure. So I, know- I don't know. I, I feel like they, the feeling the show is giving me is like they keep hiding him. You know, we we saw a glimpse of him in this mm-hmm. episode and he had like a hoodie on. Yes. Um, so his his face was dark. You couldn't see who he was. And I feel like because they're presenting him this way, I feel like we know him or yes. at least Jessica knows him. Yes. Yeah. I'm curious. Yeah, I'm curious to see who it'll be as well. Um, I I know the thought. The first instinct is because we know David Tennant is going to be in this season, but right, I feel and boy, do I really just want him to just be back on the show? I mean, like this guy looked very skinny, and David Tennant is mm-hmm. skinny as well. I don't know. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I have a feeling it'll he'll probably be in the show more in his, like a flashback or something like that, or in Jessica's memories. But <sighs> it would be nice, but it could be somebody else we know too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, any other thoughts on the episode? Um, well, you didn't even give your thoughts on the episode. You asked that question. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Never mind. Your thoughts on the episode, then? <laughs> um, no, I like this episode a lot. I, I don't know how I feel about the whole storyline with Trish going to this guy for help. Um, mm. I mean, I, I, I know why they did it. Um, but I... I I don't know. It felt kind of forced in a way. Mm. Uh, we have this whole Me Too movement, and I yes. felt like they were like catering to it instead mm-hmm. of making it like an organic. A lot of Hollywood type of... folks getting busted right. in this sort of behavior. Right, right. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I think they could have approached it in a different way. I felt like it was like they are just to. This so this came off a little 
bit too much to you, like, hey, this is our chance to do something about right, right, say something right, about this, or right, whatever. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, and you know, we got to see again Trish mom, which is an awful human being. <laughs> oh, I forgot. Yeah, I forgot. At first, I'm like, oh, it's Trish's mom, and then I'm like, oh, wait a minute, she's an asshole. <laughs> yeah, she's awful. Especially after you learn that she's the one that offered her 15-year-old daughter to this director. Yes. Um, that's insane to me. Mm. Um, so, yeah, that woman. So, I I, 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 I really like the scene. There's a scene where um, I forget what Trisha's boyfriend's name is. Um, but he's trying to find her. Jessica is trying to find her. It They can't reach her. Um, so, Jessica calls her mom, Trisha's mom, um, and she says something like, you piece of waste of space, something like that? Mm-hmm, something like that. <laughs> they don't swear a whole lot on here. So yeah. <laughs> and then she goes to the apartment and she breaks the door and she basically forces her to um, say where Trisha is. So I, I, I like that scene a lot. Yeah. Um, and is it the... Griffin? Is that her boyfriend? <sighs> I think so. I, I think I, I don't remember, but you also have that scene where they are having brunch, and Trisha's boyfriend is there, and the mom is like flirting with him <laughs> right yes. in front of her daughter. I was like, can this woman be more awful? <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's insane. Um, um, and it is him, by the way. That's his name is Griffin. Griffin. Sinclair. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, I I like the the flow of this of the show. I think they are doing a good job. I really like it. I'm 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 hooked. Like I I really wanted to keep watching. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm really enjoying it. Yeah, um, yeah, I like that they're doing this with her. We didn't get an origin story for her, and yeah, I, I like that in the second season they're going to unveil her origin. Mm-hmm. But through a mystery and through, you know, 13 episodes or whatever it is. I mean, maybe she'll learn about it earlier than that. Uh, maybe it'll only be a few episodes until she learns the origin. But I, I, I kind of just like that they're doing it this way. Like, she doesn't even know her origin. Right. And we find out with her as she finds it out for herself. Um, and I think that's a really cool and interesting take. Because usually you just get the origin story movie. Right. And you see it sort of happening, but this is somebody who isn't even fully aware of what, uh, how she came to be, how she is. Yeah, um, and, you, and I, you you also see a lot of flashbacks, more flashbacks about the accident and when her family ba- died, mm-hmm. and how that has affected her. I I forgot to mention in the first episode, there's that that horrible scene where the ashes of her family explode in the apartment. Oh yes. Um. And okay. I thought it, it was really sweet that in this episode, because Malcolm offers to gather them okay. afterwards. I got, I feel like this might be a stretch. Okay. I don't know if this is, I don't know how much of a stretch this is theory-wise. Um, and I don't know how good it would be either, but I feel like it might be a possibility. Like, we saw a grotesque, disfigured guy. Yeah. I think I know where you're going. Where you're going? Yeah. And I think it might be the person who's doing all of this. Mm-hmm. But I also think it's entirely possible that whoever that person is 
might be like Jessica's brother. Yep, yep. Or Jessica's father. Yep. Something like that. Like that yep. might be the big reveal. I hope I didn't guess it already. Yeah, I, I also but... thought about it. I thought maybe is his he's her brother. Because they have focused on like her ashes of her family, and obviously that's right. a very sore topic for her. Mm-hmm. Um, but she is investigating all of this, and it would it would make some sense. Like if that, and it's very comic booky, you know, for that sort of thing. Like she thought her brother was dead, and no, he's alive. That right, sort of thing. right. And they keep um, giving hints, right? Right. Like when she went to Trisha's apartment in this episode, she found the file with her name, and she mm-hmm. saw the the picture. The photo of yeah. a hand through the glass of the car. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it's the brother's arm or the or the dad's, but sure. I I feel like they they might be hinting at it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, yeah. So I like the episode too, and um, I agree with you though about that that kind of the whole thing where Trish goes to blackmail that director. Mm-hmm. You know what I think? Maybe what it, why it's it struck a little, a bit of an odd tone to me is that it did sort of feel like the, like uh, the crew was like, Oh, this is our chance to, to, to say something about this movement. But I think it was because Trish went there just to blackmail him. Right. And not to out him and get him out of his position of power. Yeah. Cause essentially she's just sort of leaving him in that position of power. Yeah. And the the only satisfaction, The only satisfaction we get out of it is that Malcolm goes and punches him in the face. Mm. But that's it. Yes. <laughs> Which way to go, Malcolm? Right. right. Uh, there was a bit in this episode, too, where I was dumbstruck for a minute because we get a shot of this girl's back and there's tattoos on her back and stuff. Oh, and yeah, yeah. kind of moving up it. And then the phone rings and then Malcolm picks it up and then he gets up. You never see the girl's face. No. But she's got like kind of pale skin and dark yeah. hair. But she has and I'm a like, very cool apartment. <laughs> yeah. I thought I thought it was Jessica for a minute. Oh. Because they never show her face. Mm-hmm. And they got kind of similar complexion and hair. And I'm like, wait a minute. What is this? <laughs> like was And because Trish was calling. I'm like, is Trish was Trish calling Jessica and Malcolm answered the phone or was she calling Malcolm? Right, right, right. Specifically. I mean, I guess it's because she wanted to work with Malcolm so she probably called him. Mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. Jessica doesn't want to help her delve into this past or whatever. Right, right. And Trish is just going to keep doing it on her own. But for like a second I was like... Who? Yeah, I mean, yeah, they yeah. Did spend, they did spend some time on this girl's tattoos. I wonder if it's important or related to anything or if it was just some sort of shot. Like some sort of establishing... Yeah. Shot or something, but I thought it felt like it was something I was supposed to be paying attention to. Yeah, so. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and she also had like similar, like the the design of the tattoo. She had similar mm-hmm. things like that on the walls of her bedroom. Maybe it's saying something about Malcolm. Maybe, maybe. because she looks kind of similar to Jessica. I don't know. He's got yeah. A thing for Jessica. Maybe. I, although I got the feeling that he has a thing for Trish. Mm, maybe. Yeah. Maybe Malcolm's just got a thing for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> it's possible. Um, maybe he's just one of those guys. Uh, yeah, I I don't know. I just thought it was like something you they wanted us to pay attention to. So it, it sort of uh, stuck with me and had me at least asking that question for a minute or so before it became more clear that Trish was wanting to work with um, Malcolm directly. Mm-hmm. Also, speaking of... Uh, Jessica being with people, she did hook up with that one guy in the bar 
And that right. didn't really go well for the, you know, I, I would argue maybe it's just a Luke Cage thing. She was with Luke Cage. Maybe you just can't go back after that. Perhaps. <laughs> and it's, look, it's not even, it's not even that ridiculous saying. I think it's just, you know, she was with somebody who matched her, her power. Yeah, that's true. I mean, that's she true. was telling, she was telling that guy harder and yeah, yeah. he was just like, you know, instead he yeah. was just running. To be his fair, mouth that guy was an asshole. So. He was an asshole. <laughs> yeah. Jessica was just looking for a time filler there, but yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. By the way, I love, I love. She, she's like, and you said too much, and then she shoves him off, and he's like, I was almost finished, and he's like, oh, that makes one of us. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was fucking great. Uh, yes. She almost tore that uh, bathroom stall apart, though. So. Uh, no, she, look, yeah. I'm, I, I'm, I'm being, I'm being, I'm being honest. At least when it comes to her, um, who she's intimate with, uh, I think maybe she found somebody in like Luke Cage where she felt compatible. Yeah, like, no, they were for the, sure. They, like they were the same. Yeah, uh, yeah. And average guys just don't cut it for Jessica. No, no. I don't blame her. <laughs> average, average guys tend to not cut it for most people. So, <laughs> um, but she's just more vocal about it. Yes. Uh, but yeah, I I really like this episode. Uh, I don't know. The, the real question, Aurora, is what did you give this one? Did it live up to the five geeky glasses of episode one, or did it did it not quite? Much like Jessica's bathroom stall partner, did it not quite measure up? <laughs> I'm not gonna give it a five. Okay. Even though I I I'm very excited. Mm. I'm gonna give it a four point five. Mm-hmm. I mean, the five in the first episode it is also part. That it, it's it's because I'm excited. <laughs> the show is back, but this one was good episode. Again, I'm excited to see what's what's coming. Um, so yeah, four point five. Uh, we also didn't really bring this up, but there's sort of this B plot with Jerry where um, she. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not sure what she has, but she learns that she's got something. Yeah, I'm guessing maybe cancer. Maybe she's yeah, terminally ill. Yeah, but she's sort of just goes into like a fuck it mode and literally goes and picks up a bunch of uh hookers mm-hmm. and they just she literally gets hookers and blow and like they yeah. just go and party at her house mm-hmm. um so something is going on there as well and we yep. are kind of remiss if we if we don't bring that up so that's obviously heading somewhere as well um yeah i gave this one four and a half the show is off to a tremendous start I'm looking so so forward to watching more. Uh, I hope it and I hope it ends up being just as good as the first season. The first season was I thought incredible. Yeah. Uh, so they've got a lot to live up to, but I'm in on the mystery. Mm-hmm. I'm curious to see. I'm curious to see where it goes. Okay, so that is a wrap for this week's episode. Uh, head on over to cineweekly.com. You can check out the archives of the show, and you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music. Um, and Stitcher, just search for Podcasters of S.H.I.E.L.D. Hit subscribe, and you can hear us talk more about Jessica Jones Season 2, Episode 3, a.k.a. Soul Survivor, and the wonderfully titled Episode 4, a.k.a. God Help the Hobo. Hobo.